Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. You mess with the you bull, mess with the bull. You, get the horns. you get the horns. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. We speak with Gloria Allred, famed uh, civil and human rights lawyer from uh, Los Angeles on a fairly regular basis. And quite often we talk about issues of women being assaulted and women being attacked and women just having the right to live lives without worries. Like we talk about Cosby and, 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 and uh, his ilk. But I just saw a story from Gloria Allred just the other day. about I sort of, uh, Ms. Allred, I, I feel like I remember this story somewhat. Um, about satanic uh, killers who murdered a 21-year-old. I, I think I remember this. And uh, they were particularly brutal to the women they kidnapped, and they, they kidnapped quite a number of women. And one of them was executed, and now one of them looks to be released in just a few days' time. What is happening here? Right. Uh, thank you very much for inviting me, Roy, to share this very gruesome, horrific, and just tragic case with uh, your audience and with you. Uh, I just came back from uh, the Chicago area uh, from Mount Emblem Cemetery in Elmhurst, Elmhurst, Illinois, and that's where one of the victims, Lori Ann Borowski, is buried. And you're right, she was only 21 years old when, uh, in May 1982, she was kidnapped she was raped, uh, she was tortured, she was murdered by Thomas Cocorales, and she was a beautiful, kind, much-loved daughter uh, of uh, her mom, Lorraine Borowski, and she was the older sister of Mark Borowski, and both of them were at a press conference that we did at Lorianne's graveside uh, this week. And Mark had contacted me because he and his mother we're shocked to learn that the man who murdered Lorianne is scheduled to be released from prison uh, on September 29, 2017, on parole after having served only 35 years of a 70-year prison sentence. Uh, he was convicted of murdering her. He was one of four men who were part of a satanic cult, and the group is alleged to have abducted and raped and brutally tortured, beaten and murdered, or attempted to murder 18 women uh, in Illinois, and Lorianne was simply opening the door to the real estate office where she worked when she became the second victim of this satanic cult. Linda Sutton was the first, and this uh, Thomas Cocorales was tried and convicted of both the rape and murder of both Lorianne and Linda Sutton, but those convictions were reversed, and then facing a second trial, Cocorales guilty to the murder of Lorianne, and in return, all the other charges were dismissed. Uh, and now, under Illinois sentencing laws, as they used to be but no longer are, uh, he only has to serve half the time uh, of the 70 years, and that's why he is scheduled to be released from prison uh, on September 29th. And, of course, the news of his release came as a shock to both Florian's mom and her brother because they thought that there was truth in sentencing and that Corcoralis would be in prison for 70 years. And neither of them have any memory of being consulted at the time of the murder by prosecutors as to their feelings about a plea deal, and no one remembers um, anyone from law enforcement advising them at that time that Lori Ann's murderer would be able to get a 
out of prison early after serving only half of his sentence. But now they're faced with the news that he may be walking free in Illinois while their beloved Lorianne lies in the cemetery because of the death sentence that Corcoralis inflicted on this very innocent, sweet young woman. So the question, Roy, is what, if anything, can be done about this murderer's impending release? And appears that the only legal path that is open at this time appears to be a possible civil commitment of this convicted murderer. So for that to happen, the state's attorney would need to file a petition seeking a hearing in which that prosecutor would need to prove that the murderer that Corcoralis committed was sexually motivated and that he's currently a sexually violent person. And the prosecutor is going to have to prove that beyond a reasonable doubt. Um, if there's a hearing, and once the petition is filed, which it hasn't been yet, uh, then within 72 hours or sooner, a court hearing will be held, and then if the court finds in favor of the prosecution at that hearing, then the court can keep Cocorales in custody until a full-blown hearing is held uh, within 120 days. And I did speak to the state's attorney uh, this week. My feeling is that he and the attorney general are doing everything possible to determine whether there's sufficient evidence to file this petition for a civil commitment hearing. And uh, we're very glad that he has established clear communication with us uh, so that uh, Lorianne's mom and her brother can ex- know what they can expect to happen. And they're committed to continuing to be a voice for Lorianne, and they just want justice for her. And they're not going to stop until they've done everything possible to keep her memory alive. And, of course, they're also very concerned about the safety of their community and about the well-being of other young women in Illinois, and they fear that others may be at risk of harm if he's released. So we're looking forward to a just result. Well, you know, this uh, sounds almost like some Canadian cases we've talked about where individuals who are clearly still dangerous are released and then go out and commit another criminal act, sometimes uh, commit a murder after being convicted of manslaughter. It also brings back memories of Charles Ng and Leonard Lake, two two Americans, one a former Marine who had uh, they... uh, abducted and raped women in the United States, and then Ng made his way to Canada and uh, thumbed his nose at the United States until he was eventually uh, sent back to California when California agreed not to execute him, but uh, more or less, but then they did execute him anyway, which he deserved. But this well, and in co- Illinois, there's no longer a death penalty. No, I understand uh, that. I understand, but this so was about 25 before, years ago. Uh, by the way, I, I, there's some horrific details, not all of whom I feel I should be able to I should say on the radio. Right. But there is one other detail that I just feel these poor women had to suffer so much, and so I, I feel I need to share it. And I have, about, did, I have about 20 seconds, Ms. Oldright. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, they took a piano wire and put it around the woman's left breast, their victims, and then they did it as a garrote, and they amputated while the woman was still alive oh and conscious the left breast of these victims. And they put it in a jar, and when they were arrested... More than 15 left breasts were found in their trophy jar. It is so disgusting. It I is. just feel so sorry for these poor, poor victims. He should join the other one who was executed. Ms. Allred, thank you so much for the time. Thank you. Always good Bye-bye. talking to you. Gloria Allred, terrible story. I just felt I should listen. So you know what's going on. We're back after this.